Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 165 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I'm Seth. And I'm Carly. And we're here again to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more as well as what's going on in our own lives. And Carly, where in the world are you and how in the world have you been? <laughs> I am in Branson, Missouri, mm. in the Ozarks, uh, to do all things Christmassy. But most importantly, I went to Silver Dollar City. It was my first time going to their Christmas festival. Oh. And it was amazing. I've heard great things about their holiday celebrations. Uh, what was a highlight for you of so you there's do? there's a lot going on. There's entertainment. There's parades. Uh, my highlights were they have outstanding seasonal food booths. Mm. So much like the festivals we're used to at other theme parks, I will say we tried. I was with a group of about four people, and so we were able to really get a lot because we would just take like a bite of something and share. We tried about a dozen things. It was some of the best seasonal food I've ever had mm. from a theme park food festival. I, well, you uh, have been all around for seasonal theme park food, so that is a bold statement. Right. Um, it was. It was inspired menus. They had you know like turkey dishes. They had. Um, soups they would they let their employees bring their family recipes and then they narrow them down and then they kind of recreate it for uh oh, the guests which is so cool that's amazing that's yeah amazing. We, have, we have this like roasted acorn squash mac and cheese which sounds crazy Ooh. but it was really good and then the other thing is they do so they have 6.5 million lights and they have a village set up and it is much like osborne family lights that were oh, at wow. hollywood studios you walk through mm. it was it was just incredible. If you can get here, this was, I would say, I think the best theme park Christmas event. But, you know, they win all the awards for it. So it's not really surprising. Yeah. But it lives up to the hype. Yeah, I mean, I think between uh, Dolly and uh, Silver Dollar, uh, it's there's probably some tight competition for the best uh, Christmas event. Right. But oh. I uh, I, I got what I think is better, but <laughs> <laughs> I got to do a Christmas event too. Uh, I uh, thanks to attractions, uh, I got to uh, go and cover Universal's uh, media night for their holidays, um, and uh, all the old favorites are back. Um, the the holiday parade with Macy's, you know, back to full pre pandemic strength with all the dancers. Um, and uh, got to see the Christmas light show on Hogwarts Castle. Uh, got, got, we got uh, to meet the Grinch and also uh, Earl the Squirrel, who uh, they debuted that walk around character last year. Uh, he's making regular meet and greets this year out by the Hello Kitty store uh, near the front of Universal Studios. So um, a lot of this stuff is like not really listed on the website, but if you check the app, uh, you have the hours are being listed in the app. Um, That's going to be a hot meet and greet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I don't have any more information on what's happening with that green and red uh, coconut club uh, in City Walk. Hopefully uh, that'll open up soon. But I, I do hear that's still a thing that's happening. Right. And, so when I was there last weekend, they let uh -huh. me go inside it. The uh -huh. only thing set up, I swear, I walked the whole facility. The only thing set up is a sign in the front. 
that there you know what nothing done <laughs> yeah i i did see that uh and i i kind of uh peeked and saw that uh a lot of the halloween stuff last i looked was still up in the back and in in the second floor so we'll see what that turns into but you know so not a lot brand new about this year's but you know if you love the grinch show uh it's it's great in that old blue man group theater um and they had some fun uh food uh there's a green grinch cookie uh that they sell as a ice cream sandwich uh and i i give a, a thumbs up to that one yeah yeah i saw a lot of people post about that cookie i was like everyone's eating a green cookie yeah, yeah the, the cookie the cookie was solid it was definitely solid. All right. Um, well, uh, now that we've chatted a bit, I think it is time without any further ado for us to jump into the news in the queue. Okay, for our first piece of news in the queue. Disney has introduced dolls in wheelchairs inside It's a Small World in Disneyland, uh, and we are expecting that addition to come to the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris sometime next year. Yeah, this is wonderful. Um, you know, it's one thing to speak about inclusion, but to actually make the steps to implement it and bring it to fruition is a great thing. Yeah, um, they made a statement um, that says at Disney Parks, the diversity of our cast members and guests and their perspectives about the world inspire us to keep our parks, experiences and products in a constant state of becoming becoming more vibrant, more inclusive, more delightful and more relevant. Um, and that means that there are several dolls uh, using wheelchairs that can be spotted um, both in the Latin America scene and in the finale. And uh, they've been hand designed and crafted to fit in with the style of the dolls and the sets um, and, you know, to, to blend in uh, with all the other characters. Um, and I think that's a, a great addition to the message that It's a Small World has always had since the very beginning of diversity and inclusion. Right. I, I like the way they did it. Like you said, you know, it's meant to blend in because that's what inclusion is about. You know, mm -hmm. it's, you can notice it. You might not even notice it mm -hmm. because it's just, you know. It's just normal. Yeah. Um, this is uh, obviously kind of part of a series of updates that they're doing across all of the parks. Uh, you know, Jungle Cruise had some of its problematic elements uh, finally removed. Um, the Splash Mountain is getting turned into Princess and the Frog. Um, but this one didn't get any hype. You know, it's like they didn't uh, announce this at D23 and show us concept art and everything. They just kind of did it yeah. as part of the... And I, I almost, you know, I... I not, not that I don't want them to get appropriate recognition for when they do positive things, but I don't, I don't need a million press releases and announcements right. about every positive step. Just make, make that part of what we just normally do naturally and just make it accepted and to the point where it's boring and we don't have to talk about it because it mm -hmm. just happens all the time. Right. No, I love the way they did it. Kudos. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, also in Disneyland, uh, the Adventureland Treehouse is coming back uh, with a new name and reopening in 2023. Um, we, we had all sorts of guesses as to what Tarzan's treehouse was going to be, and I don't, 
think anyone guessed that it was going to kind of go back to being the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse. Right, uh, you know, because we're all craving <laughs> nostalgia, but we rarely get it yeah. delivered in the way that we want. And this was it. <laughs> yeah, so then I think the name officially is going to be the Adventureland Treehouse, but featuring the Swiss Family Robinson. Um, so it, it they say it is going to have a new story, um, but it seems to be similar to the way the original treehouse followed uh, different characters from the story and showed you their different rooms and how they've adapted to the jungle. Um, we've got a piece of concept art here of Mother's music room, um, which kind of seems reminiscent of some elements uh, from the original, uh, but has been updated. Uh, and I, I like the idea that uh, they're showing how uh, everything is fashioned from found objects natural resources and pure ingenuity. Right. And then also the thing that got me excited and so many is little touches of sea, the society mm -hmm. of explorers and adventurers. So in the concept art, you know, I zoomed in and I'm like, oh, that's a sea flag. And yes. then some of the pieces remind me of the fortress at Tokyo Disney Sea, which is, mm. you know, like the headquarters of sea. So I was getting some of those kind of vibes. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play into the story yeah um and the uh one element that i like also is that uh you know you are going to be able to climb up into the treehouse uh to see uh these various rooms but if you are not willing or not able to climb these steps they've also uh you know redoing the whole bottom floor on ground level and that's where the kitchen is going to be the dining room and an art studio uh, so that should give, uh, you know, some attraction value to it, to people who aren't uh, able to take all those stairs. Yes, very cool. And, you know, we don't have an opening date yet, but hopefully early 2023. I mean, they've been working on this for a while, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this to come back. And I'm also excited that uh, in my 2023 Disneyland book, which I wrote way back last spring i just made the name of this attraction the adventureland treehouse because yes. i didn't know what else it was going to be called and for once i got it right you know yes oh. <laughs> no regrets. throw a dart at a bar at a board and sometimes you hit um while you're in uh disneyland let's hop over to knott's berry farm uh which is becoming knott's merry farm putting a new twist on some of their favorite shows from Christmas's past. Uh, and that event kicks off November 18th and is running all the way through January 8th in Buena Park. Yes. I, I love knots with their seasonal events because they bring back a lot of, you know, returning shows and their traditions for families yep. that come, but then they also update some stuff. So it's kind of a nice blend of some new, there's always something new, but then they also bring back those, you know, family favorites. And for the something new is uh, the new Snoopy on ice, ice skating show. So they've updated it and it's going to be Snoopy's night before Christmas. And they're adding some, you know, technology enhancements and additions. So that's, I think that's going to be really cute. Yeah, and uh, in addition to the Snoopy ice skating show, there's also a Best Wishes show over at the Camp Snoopy Theater. Uh, and then in the Calico Mine stage, uh, Home for the Holidays is a musical review with popular tunes. Um, the, the one that I'd be interested in seeing, uh, the Birdcage Theater, 
this is interesting. Uh, if you're an English lit fan, uh, a new adaptation of Charles Dickens' tale, A Christmas Carol, which is titled The Gift of the Magi, uh, which is an O. Henry story. So I don't know if it's a mashup of the two. Uh, my Personally, my favorite version of The Gift of the Magi is the Sesame Street Christmas special yes. where Bert and Ernie uh, exchange their most treasured possessions to <laughs> Mr. Hooper. So get gifts for each other. Um, <laughs> other live entertainment. Uh, you want to look for those Victorian-inspired calico carolers uh, out in Ghost Town. And also there's the Sleigh Bells. They're acapella singers in Calico Park. And a bluegrass duo at the Fireman's Barbecue. Um, yes. And my favorite, Crazy Kirk and the Hillbillies. So yes. They make I was going to say, they, they are always the best. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and, it, it's wonderful. I love that. Um, and, of course, uh, you've got opportunities to get a photo with Santa. Uh, there is uh, some gentle, realistic snowfall uh, because it always snows in southern california uh along the pathways of ghost town um and uh as you mentioned there is always so much great seasonal food uh, oh, at knots um great crafts it's a good place to go shopping for a, an old-fashioned gift um it's uh knots.com is where you want to find all the information uh can can highly recommend it for sure definitely Okay, well, this is a little bit of sad news over oh. at Universal Studios Hollywood. The animal actors and special effects shows are permanently closing in that park, and we're pretty sure it's to make way for a new roller coaster. Yes, I mean, that's what the, you know, permits and stuff that mm -hmm. we're kind of seeing filter out well that's what we're kind of thinking yes shout, shout out to alicia stella yeah. at uh, orlando park stop um because uh she had uh the the rumors on this before anyone else um january 8th that's it that's the closing date for both of these long-running shows i'm uh, really if... bummed because i love animal actors so like yeah. uh you know a lot of people are familiar with the orlando one and that's more you know shtick here these are actually actors from movies and mm -hmm. they oh they tell you like this one was in harry potter so it's it's the real deal and i'm so bummed because it was such a good show yeah yeah um and i what i particularly liked i think they stopped this uh with the pandemic but it used to be that if you had uh, express passes or a vip tour they had uh, a meet and greet afterwards that you could uh you could get up close with some of the animals uh, and that was really special um and the the special effects show was was pretty cool too right. it was kind of like uh, a little bit of the horror makeup show from universal uh and a little bit of the old uh, wild west stunt show um you know some of the things didn't work for a while there was a thing where they had a a gag with a, a guest flying through the air in a spacesuit uh, as the finale but right. uh, yeah, I didn't. I never bought that. But they did a uh, a fire burn. They would light a stunt actor oh, on yes. fire on stage, uh, and that was pretty cool to see up front. If you got a if you got a a, a seat close up. Uh, anyway, so the yeah the the rumor is that there will be a Fast and the Furious themed roller coaster uh, that will um, maybe 
have a loading station where these two attractions currently are and then go down the hill uh, and then come back up again. Um, there's there's some some concept art and uh, permits, but obviously this is universal. Nothing has been officially announced, um, but uh, we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on that project. Um, and, uh, you know, my heart goes out to the entertainment staff because right. these is this is a big chunk. Universal Studios Hollywood calls itself the, the live entertainment capital of the world. And uh, they've, you know, they need to get back some more live entertainment in the park. So I hope. Uh, still need Waterworld. There's still Waterworld. Absolutely. Uh, we're holding on to Waterworld. Still my favorite stunt show. Uh, sorry, Born, you're close second. Yes. No, Waterworld's amazing. Uh, it's just so interesting because I just can't believe they're going to double down on Fast and Furious. You know, like, yeah. I hope we get a Back to the Future roller coaster. That would be so cool. Don't. Don't tease me. No, I know. We're lucky we're getting a Back to the Future escape room. Some point. At some yes. point. I don't know when. Uh, okay, moving right along. Um, speaking of Universal, a Universal Christmas is jingling its way into Universal Studios Singapore starting November 23rd and running through January 2nd. Um, it's going to be lighting up the Singapore park, uh, with uh, the magic of DreamWorks and Illuminations and Sesame Street characters. Yes. And of course, everything over there is always so epic. So we're going to have all the FOMO here in the States <laughs> that our events are not as good as theirs. <laughs> well, I, I have not personally been able to, uh, attend one of them. Uh, so I can't say that firsthand, but I, I do know that uh, they've got a Santa's Circus extravaganza going on this year. Uh, that's the the big headliner. Um, R Ringmaster Santa. So I guess Santa and P.T. Barnum have merged into one <laughs> mecha creature. Uh, leading an ensemble of 40 per performers um, and Yuletide inspired floats uh, in a parade to Santa's big top. Um, where DreamWorks animation characters, including Poe, Tigress, Poppy Branch, and Guy Diamond, await. Um, so uh, and there is going to be a nightly snowfall, uh, and that kicks off on November 30th. Yes, and what I would do if I was going would be doing the Gingy meet and greet. So this yes. is the ginger man, gingerbread man who is so cute. Yes, I mean, <laughs> we've had Shrek and Donkey and Fiona meet and greets, but I don't believe we have ever had a Gingy meet and greet. Oh, that um, is so cool. Yes, absolutely. And he, he's going to be over at uh, Far, Far Away's Milk Bar Stage. Uh, there's going to be other live entertainment around the park. Um, Santa's Starlet singing Christmas tunes. Um, there's a Christmas ribbon extraordinaire by Rudy and the festive flame lighter of Farah. Um, also, Ooh. let it snow with Santa uh, dancing under a magical snowfall along with the snow girls and the snowmen. Um and more circus stuff. <laughs> yep. Holiday meet and greets, game booths, uh, merchandise, and of course, sweet and savory Ooh. treats. Um, so if you are over in that part of the world, uh, tickets uh, start at fairly inexpensive uh, compared to the U.S. park. Right. $70 for a one-day adult uh, admission. Um, if you're over there and you uh, visit this, let us know how it is. Please, yes. I'm going to be looking for those gingy meet and greet picks. 
Uh, a little closer to home, SeaWorld San Diego has new shows, fireworks, and more to celebrate the holiday season starting November 14th and running through January 8th. Yeah, this is really exciting. They keep just stepping up their seasonal offerings. You know, they added the haunt event last year. So now they're, you know, upping their game with the holiday stuff. And that's exciting because it's such a great park. Um, yeah, their Christmas celebration uh, this year is going to include America's Got Talent finalist Brian Cheatham uh, leading a new show on the Mission Bay Theater stage called A Stocking Full of Soul. Uh, it's going to be the singer and some friends uh, singing and dancing to holiday classics. And that's happening every Friday, Saturday and Sunday starting the 18th. Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, there's going to be a Mrs. Claus Christmas Calvacade, which sounds amazing. So I'm yep. assuming that's going to be a really awesome parade with performers, live entertainment, and whatnot. Yeah, and don't miss Donner and Blitzen's Laser Light Show. <laughs> uh, set to a Yuletide soundtrack, laser lights uh, lighting up the front of the park twice every night. Uh, there's acapella singing groups um, and a Christmas wish fireworks show uh on select nights in december um and of course you cannot forget the hot chocolate i have yeah. such a collection of sea world hot chocolate mugs yes, they're so it, like good it, job. they're fantastic they last forever um they and they they are like it's worth buying the hot chocolate to get the mug because they're right. great fit perfectly in your car cup but i swear to god we have like uh, 20 of them now they're filling like an entire cabinet underneath our, our counter it's hilarious all right uh, <laughs> rudolph's christmas town is back uh there's a rudolph roundup scavenger hunt uh sky tower tree of lights is back uh the brass band is back uh basically all of your traditional favorites are back um and if you celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, you will uh, be able to do that as well on select dates. Right. I wonder if Big Bird will be there reading. <laughs> oh. He's doing that at Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, you know, that's interesting because uh, SeaWorld in San Diego, well, they've recently built a Sesame Park in that region so right. maybe they've moved all their sesame related stuff over there that's a yeah. that's a good question because no i don't see anything sesame related on this sea world's uh, no, agenda yeah. curious. uh well if you want to know all the details head on over to seaworldsandiego.com and now we head to chicago mm -hmm. where harry potter magic and play is uh, bringing the wizarding world to life uh for we ones who are a little too short to go Aww. on Hagrid's magical creatures. <laughs> yes, this is really cute. So calling all wizards and witches, you know, you can get your robes, your wands, and this is going to debut, the worldwide debut at Chicago's Watertown Place. Yeah, so this is a collaboration between Warner Brothers and Original X Productions. Uh, it's a 30,000 square foot, three-story experience. So it's not just a little pop-up store. Um, and it's somewhere in between a selfie museum, uh, a hands-on child's interactive museum, uh, and uh, a kind of walk-through exhibit um, that takes you through Harry Potter's whole story uh, from Privet Drive, Platform 
nine and three quarters all the way to Hogwarts Castle. Yeah, this is really cool. Kind of reminds me of like Kid City, that thing from the nineties. You know, mm-hmm. where you're like it's Kid City, but you know, Harry Potter version. Yeah, um, it's basically a series of highly detailed photo ops and interactive experiences, uh, and it's kind of intended to be an all ages you know, all family thing, you know, your kids, uh, if you want to introduce them to Harry Potter, they're not big enough to uh, really appreciate the rides uh, that are at uh, the Wizarding World at Universal Parks, um, then this might be a a great, you know, first step into that world. Um, Our correspondent... Our correspondent, Brooke McDonald, went and took some great pictures and videos. Uh, she's got a great video on her Instagram that we link to uh, on attractionsmagazine.com. I, I encourage you to go and, and watch that. Yeah, this is awesome. You know, it's something good that you can do with your whole family, which is nice. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they're not tall enough to go on Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so some of the things that you can do is uh, you can get a picture sitting under the sorting hat, getting sorted. You can sit in the boat that uh, crosses the lake to take first years to the uh, castle for the first time. I think that's the first time they've recreated that moment. Um, There is a uh, Winglardium Leviosa training session where you can swish and flick and a a feather will magically float for you. Uh, And then probably the most elaborate thing they've got is a Quidditch training area. Uh, where they've got kind of a square model of a Quidditch field and kids can throw uh, chasers and beaters and seekers around uh, and kind of get their energy out before they go to the Forbidden Forest, which is kind of like a a climbing maze. Uh, Looks like something out of a, a, you know, family entertainment center with all the the gerbil tubes, uh, except Harry Potter themed. Oh yes, and then also they've partnered with Lego, so there's an yes. you know an interactive experience where you can actually you know play. <laughs> yeah, no, they've got this cool thing where it's a digital mirror that you stand in front of, and it uh, transforms you into a Lego minifig, uh, and like it'll mirror your actions and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Yes, very very cool. All right, well, uh, and most importantly, uh, they are <laughs> oh. selling butterbeer at the bar uh, unfortunately for parents it's still non-alcoholic uh, but uh it is bottled so unlike the uh universal theme parks you can smuggle that butterbeer home with you if you want um Which tickets, of course. <laughs> tickets for this are pretty reasonably priced um they start at 37 dollars and 50 cents for adults 29.50 for kids nine and under that's a good uh, price for yeah. all that they're offering. Yeah, and uh, they even offer party rooms. So if you got a Harry Potter crazed Ooh. kid near the Chicago area, you want to have a birthday party for them, that's available. Or a Harry Potter crazed adult, I guess. There's yes. no way to tell it. If you want more information, harrypottermagicatplay.com slash Chicago. All right. Uh, next, we head back here to Orlando to Icon Park, uh, where the Santa Workshop Experience has opened for 2022 and will be one running uh, as a wintry wonderland all the way through December 24th. 
Yes. And I don't know if you're seeing this, you know, we have the article pulled up. That is a great Santa. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's no fake beard. That's that's that an is, authentic Santa right wow, there. Wow, yeah. I, I was shocked when I saw that. That is amazing. <laughs> and this is, um, so this experience had origins at uh, Florida's Mall of Millennia. Mm-hmm. So they've expanded the workshop and now its home is at Icon Park. It's been there for the last few years. And it's just kind of a nice opportunity for, you know, your whole family to come and do some photos. They have a carousel, you know, the wheel. And then, of course, you can meet the big man himself, Santa Claus. Yeah. And the kind of neat thing is that, uh, you know, obviously this is a ticketed attraction, but uh, if you come and you uh, do the Santa workshop experience, uh, the kids participating get to ride the carousel and the wheel for free afterwards, uh, and their parents uh, get half price tickets for the wheel. So that's a pretty good deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to take your family photo with Santa. So, yeah, Yeah. they they even have... uh, uh, they themed out a holiday capsule. Um, so uh, they've got Christmas music and decorations inside uh, as you go around the wheel. Oh, that's uh, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, as always, they've got um, parking uh, for free uh, at their garage, which is always nice because uh, parking on iDrive can sometimes be a yeah. hassle. <laughs> Um, so if you want more information about this, head on over to iconparkorlando.com. Our final piece of news in the queue. We're going to Legoland, California, and we're bringing our ugly sweaters <laughs> because <Yay. laughs> they're California. They're, uh, Legoland, California's uh, Christmas celebration kicks off november 19th and runs through january 8th yes i love a good ugly sweater and just any opportunity to wear a sweater in a theme park is amazing and yes it does get a little bit chilly in san diego during this time of year so <laughs> can't be wearing this to orlando so no no but um I, that's what i love about uh being at uh you know the Cal- southern california area in the uh fall and winter that you can you can break out some of those warm clothes yes and this is a great opportunity um because uh these events are all as always included in your regular regular legoland park admission uh and it's taking place in four seasonally themed areas there's peppermint plaza santa's tinseltown wizards winter hill and sweet sugar square uh, and don't miss that 30 foot tall Lego Christmas tree. That's the centerpiece right in the middle. Right. And then they also have the holiday light show where there mm-hmm. may be some snow and then the mint marching band. And of course, Benny's ugly sweater party. And so Benny is the, um, character from the Lego movie. So yes, a really cute idea. Yes. Uh, and yes, the Benny, the, the rocket guy um yeah. who who loves his ugly sweater uh <laughs> um, of course uh legoland does great uh sweets and treats year-round um and for christmas they've got rice pudding they've got crepes peppermint and bubblegum ice cream i used to love bubblegum ice cream yes. when i was a kid oh. Uh, but I would want like now. <laughs> I want the Yeti milkshake with yes. donuts on top because that sounds right. good. They have good uh, treats in Legoland always. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, fuel up on sugar. Uh, line up for some meet and greets with the Lego Toy Soldier, Gingerbread Man. Uh, there is even a photo op where you can uh, pose in Santa's sleigh. 
Um, and if you make it all the way to December 31st, uh, there is a kids friendly uh, New Year's Eve party. They set the uh, the clocks so that midnight uh, strikes at 7 p.m. Uh, you can enjoy fireworks early and then get the kids in bed. Yes, but not before having a fireworks churro. Yes. So this yes. is a churro uh, top with Pop Rocks. That pop stuck rocks. out to me. Because yeah. Pop Rocks make everything better. Yes, or worse. <laughs> Just ask Mikey from the Life Serial commercial. <laughs> All right, I'm 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 old and probably half <laughs> people listening don't get that reference. Uh if you want to plan your uh Christmas visit to Legoland, uh check out Legoland.com slash California. Uh, and before we jump into our final uh, piece of news for the week, it is time to hear a little bit from our sponsor. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. It's time for the main attraction! All right, this week's main attraction, we we're taking to the high seas with superheroes because Disney Cruise Line has announced a Marvel Day at Sea on the Disney tree on the Disney Dream will have new characters and entertainment never seen before in person. Yes, this is really cool. And, you know, one of my favorite things is seeing uh, Mickey and Minnie, just like the normal characters in Avengers gear. You know, <laughs> yes. And, stuff, and it's so cute. But I know most people are probably not excited about, about that. They're excited for the actual Marvel characters. <laughs> well, uh, these are happening early in 2023, uh, January and February, uh, coming out of Miami, Florida, on the Dream. Um, and they've been doing these marvel days at sea for a while but this is going to be the biggest one ever with more than 30 superheroes and villains um and some of the new faces that you will finally get to be able to meet in the flesh include sam wilson's captain america uh jane foster's mighty thor shang chi ms marvel ant-man the wasp kate bishop uh, along with some of the old favorites, Spidey, right. Iron Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Thor, Loki, and Black Widow. Right. I think this is going to be, you know, a big hit because now it really feels like they're doing a lot. It's over the top. You know, they have entertainment. They also have some themed food and drinks. When I did the dream recently, I guess it was two months ago, they gave us some preview of the fun, like colorful drinks and food that they're going to okay. be doing. And so I think that's going to be really popular. Yeah. And they've also got... Um entertainment uh they have updated and upgraded the heroes unite show uh which is the the kind of the deck party show uh, that involves special effects there's stunts uh, there's pyrotechnics um and uh, you might want to uh look out overhead watch your six uh, because a hero might swoop over you Ooh. to save the ship. Uh, so I think that maybe that zip line that they use for the pirates night might get put to use. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm excited for the adults-only dance party that is led by Star-Lord. Star-Lord and the Ravagers partying all night. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, 
And I, one I think is pretty cool, uh, they are doing a Doctor Strange show, uh, which I imagine is maybe similar to his Mystic Art show that they do in Disney California Adventure at Avengers Campus. But this one involves Wong and also Agatha Harkness, who right. uh, one of my one of my favorite villains. So uh, that one should be fun to see. Uh, and the kids, I'm kind of jealous. They get to have interactive training sessions in the kids club. Uh, with uh, Steve Rogers and Black Widow and Hawkeye. So that's pretty cool. Oh, I'm always jealous of the kids club on those ships. They're absolutely <laughs> amazing. So this uh, this kicks off in January and it's going to take place on nine different sailings. And these are five night sailings uh, that include a night at uh, or a day at Disney's private island, Castaway Ooh. Key. Uh, the only thing that worries me is, you know, I feel like when I go on a cruise, I need three or four days of just relaxing, uh, you know, that if, you know, with only a five night cruise, you know, that and you've got the rotational dining. So you've got like a dinner show or something every night. Then then you've got this added in. You've got pirate. I assume they still do pirates right. night. Yep. I feel like it's almost overwhelming. It's too much to shove into five days. I, like, I agree something's with Something's got to give. No, yeah, we did the dream three nights and it was the Halloween <sighs> one. And so between the normal activities, then all the additional stuff. There's no way to see it all. Running, you know, and it's like you want to see it all because it's so amazing what they do. But you really need like a week to go on these themed ones. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or you don't have to do anything at all. If you're just so happen to be yeah. on sailing, you don't have to do it. Though They do such a great job with making it not really no, like it, it, if you don't care about Marvel, you don't have to participate. <laughs> right. uh, they, they won't make you walk the plank. <laughs> but you oh, wait, should participate in Pirate Night. <laughs> All right. Well, I believe that is going to just about bring it to the end. I want to thank, once again, our sponsors, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I want to thank all of you for listening and remind you, please, pretty please, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review or a rating on Spotify. really helps. Um, and if you want to find more from us and Attractions Magazine on the interwebs, you can always find me at the UG Series on Twitter, at the Unofficial Guides on Instagram, and pick up copies of my books at theunofficialguides.com. Carly, where can folks find you? Yes, I am on Twitter at Carly Caramana and on Instagram at Adventures by Carly. And finally, you can always find all of us from the Attractions Magazine crew at attractionsmagazine.com, at attractions on Twitter, at attractions magazine on Instagram, at youtube.com slash attractions magazine, and on TikTok at attractions. And until next week, I hope that all of you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.